it is our responsibility to protect our lives from unwanted contaminants and mostly negative information and negative people and negative habits. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Welcome back, Conscious Investor. Always such a gift to have you here listening and just inviting me into your life as someone that can serve and support you. Today is a mindset episode, and I'm so excited about the path to purpose, exploring the six key roles in living a fulfilling life. That is a long title. I totally get it but so much good content coming your way. Before I jump in to sharing these six key roles and boy, they're gonna help you really be intentional and purposeful. I wanna give a huge shout out. Thank you. I had like, you know, once a week, check the reviews and I'm so grateful. I can't say Mount Aska, maybe? M-T-A-S-K-K-A. Thank you so much for leaving a review. This is genuine. Julie is not only passionate and knowledgeable, but she is genuine. Yeah, I really am. Listen, you're always gonna just get the real me. Like I have no, <laughs> for better or for worse, it's always gonna be the real deal. She is going to love you, encourage you, yet is so real. And the topics she covers are so helpful in many aspects of my life. I thank God every day that he put her passions in my life. It's impossible to stay in a sad state when you are listening to her. Her joy rocks. Thank you so much. I absolutely love that. Those are just the most nourishing words and so appreciated. We are now at 134 reviews and I just want to thank everyone who has left a review. It is wind in my sails. It's a reminder to me as to I am serving and supporting you in a way that is meaningful to you. So if you haven't left that rating a review, an honest one, I'm not saying it has to be five stars, be honest, please take a moment. It's super simple on any platform, including YouTube. And if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel and you're just curious, like what is Julie's face doing every single time I'm listening to her on the podcast? just head over to the Conscious Investor Podcast YouTube channel. Super fun and so many different playlists, so much content available there on the YouTube channel. All right, it's time. It is time to dive in. The path to exploring six keys. Can I can't get it. It's such a long title. I can't even get it right, right? But we want to talk about the six key roles to a fulfilling life. And I'm taking this, extrapolating this, as I promised, from Brendan Burchard's book, The Motivation Manifesto. So there are previous episodes where we're going through each section. So we've gone through freedom. So if you go back to the episode on personal freedom, personal and financial freedom, that is really taking the first element. And then we talk about fear. And then recently we spoke about motivation. And so today, this is actually the very first declaration that we're diving into. There are nine life declarations. And this one is declaration number one, we shall meet life with full presence and power. Leading into the six key roles that we play in our life, he comes out with 
fire in this chapter. And this is why I love this book so much is that it's a very challenging book. It's not going to allow you to be complacent or comfortable. It will be a little bit of a slap and a hug. And I think I say that every episode where I'm discussing this book. And that is where that opportunity for growth and transformation takes place. In this chapter, he's really saying in this declaration, we're challenged to stop living and dwelling either on our past successes. Yeah, you got to get over your past success and start making new ones. So he says like, hey, we can't dwell in the past on our past successes or failures, our heartaches, our victories. And we can't live in the future because that doesn't exist. The only moment we have is right now. So what are you making of that moment? How are you being purposeful and intentional with that time? So we're really challenged to focus on what kind of person am I? What kind of experience do I want at this moment in time? So he suggests that we can choose these different roles and behaviors every single day. And it's not limited to just one, which is very nice because I don't think I could limit myself to just one of these roles, particularly when we wear so many hats in life, that can be a little bit challenging. So he says, let me just give you the five key roles that he suggests. And then you'll see why I'm saying, hey, yeah, it's a great thing that we can combine some of these, right? So he says we can be an observer, a director, a guardian, a warrior, and or a lover. So let's go ahead and dive into these five different roles and see, maybe you can evaluate for yourself, what role am I playing right now as I'm listening to this podcast? And then we can decide and determine, well, what is it I want in my life? What do I want to experience? And how can I generate more of that? Let me not live in the past. Let me live right now and create what I want in my life. So as an observer or a conscious viewer, we can see our life in a different way. So think about this. I don't know if you've ever had this experience. That's why I'm kind of stuttering, stammering for a moment here because I've had this experience so many times and, and more often than not as I've gone through my own personal transformation. And that is that it's like you see yourself. It's almost like an out-of-body experience, not literally an out-of-body experience, but it's very akin to that, to where you're like, oh my gosh, maybe you're having a dialogue with a family member for better or for worse, but you're having this dialogue and it's really special. And so you just like, you're kind of watching it Instead of, yeah, you're there enjoying the conversation, but you're actually watching and observing what is taking place. It's really cool. And this is all about just a very heightened level of self-awareness. So being really aware of what is taking place within us. Now, sometimes that sounds like, I don't even know how to do that, Julie. Golly, that's so complicated. And I don't have time for that. Let me encourage you. It doesn't have to be this big, wild, arduous type process. Okay. But these are little habits that we can weave into our life slowly and surely. So here's some questions you could ask yourself to really raise your self-awareness so that you can really observe what's taking place and better adapt so that you can have the experience that you are looking for. So first question you might ask yourself is like, what am I feeling? I've said this before. And if Steve were sitting here with me, remember Steve's my husband, he would say the same thing. I remember years ago after we'd had our first baby, we went to see a counselor. We really wanted to improve our marriage. And anyway, he pulls out this feelings wheel. And Steve really had a hard time identifying all these feelings. He was just very disconnected from that. And that's very 
very common. So you might be feeling like, I don't even know what I am feeling. I want to encourage you just Google feelings wheel or feelings sheet, and you'll get like all these faces with identifiers as to what those feelings are. Really start to figure out how to engage what is it that I am feeling? How can I communicate what these feelings are to the people around me or even to myself? Remember, as we become aware of that, that gives us opportunity to respond in a different way. So asking ourselves, what am I feeling? Uh, We can ask ourselves, what am I doing and why am I doing that? For better or for worse. This morning I was at the gym and I was bench pressing a little bit more and I was just going for like one more rep. And I literally asked myself like, what am I doing? Because it was a little bit heavy and why am I doing this? But even in that moment, which sounds silly as it is, it was that reminder that pushed through like, no, because I really want to be stronger and I really want strong bone density as I'm getting older. So I'm like, yeah, let's go for this. I know that sounds like a silly example, but we can apply this question to any part of our life. Even in some of those tense conversations that we might have, sometimes with my guy, as I refer to my son, who's a teenager, is like, sometimes we can start treating our teenagers or people around us in ways that really aren't appropriate. Maybe I start treating him in a past way. I'm living in the past like, oh, you're just a child. No, you're not just a child. You're a young man and you're going to be leaving the nest in just a matter of a few years. So I need to be preparing you for that. So what am I doing in this moment? Why am I doing that? Oh, okay. A lot of times this turns into apology. Even with my daughter recently, she watching our neighbor's chickens as they're traveling. And I started micromanaging her. I started doing the thinking for her. And then I just paused and I caught myself. And this is that heightened level of self-awareness. Oh, I am so sorry. This is your responsibility, not mine. I'm sorry. I'm doing the thinking for you because that's not going to help you out at all. And that's not my responsibility. And it's not my role. And you did not ask me. When we do that, we invite a different type of relationship into our life with the people around us. Another question we can say is, what are the results of this going to be? Well, let's just think about if I continually hold my son in the past, or if I do continually do the thinking for my daughter, what kind of adults, what kind of members of society are they going to be? Will they be empowered? Will they be self-sufficient? Will they be responsible? Are they going to just constantly expect people to be guiding and pushing them and doing the thinking and planning for them, right? So we can extrapolate where is this going to be if I continue down this path? And then we can say, is this in line with who I want to be? And this can be one of the most challenging parts for us to not just explore, but this can just be one of those challenging parts for us to say, is this who I want to be? Maybe we find ourselves in a conversation and we say like, is this who I want to be like in this conversation? And maybe it's a, heck yeah, this is who I want to be. Usually for me, it usually is a heck yeah. But there have been those times where it's like, this isn't who I want to be. And it takes strength to be able to be aware of that and then to pivot that conversation. But you can do it. So first role, observer, conscious viewer of our life. So asking what we're feeling, what are we doing? Why are we doing that? What are the results of this going to be? And is this in line with who I want to be? By the way, that last one suggests that you have an idea of, okay, wait, my ideal self or my future self, the vision I have for my life looks like this. And we want to just say, do that check-in. Like, wait, 
is this person right now in line with where I'm headed and who I want to be? Great question to ask. Our second role is director. We get to be the director, a conscious creator of our lives. So think about being a movie director. In fact, I was even speaking with someone recently and I was encouraging her. We were doing a coaching session. It's like, don't worry about what they say. You are the lead role in your life. Those people, those are supporting cast members, or maybe they're just even part of an audience. Like, let's be clear that we are the director of our life. And so we get to design our life. We get to design what the scene is like, what the set is like, what the stage is like. We get to decide who the other cast members are in our life. So we get to direct our life. I always think that this is also important to keep in mind that we also play roles in other people's lives. And it's important to recognize them as the director of their life as well. And so there's definitely this crossover, this like mutual understanding that we really need to have. So take ownership over what is taking place in your life. Call the shots for your life, make a plan and choose your focus. So here's the reality. If you are unhappy with your current life, you are probably not directing. So here's how we can be a little more intentional with our lives without For some of you, I can hear like Steve is very much more spontaneous. I'm spontaneous also, but he's very spontaneous and he doesn't like plans. And there's a whole underlying thinking as to why he does not like plans. So if this feels like, oh my gosh, that feels like suffocating, it feels rigid. I want you to actually start doing some of that self-awareness observer. Why would that feel suffocating? Why does that feel restrictive? Why does this feel right? Dive into that mindset behind it. Then start to ask, how do I want life to unfold? Well, that's a really gentle question, right? doesn't feel so restrictive. What kind of person do I want to be? Very similar with the observer. How will I appear in sound? Like in my life, how do I want to appear to others? How do I want to sound to others? How do I want to respond to others? What does that person look like? The clearer we are with who we are, like who we want to be and who we are now and closing that gap, it's going to be really exciting. You see, we have choice. We get to choose the character and the story of our life. It's pretty freeing and pretty exciting. All right, let's go to our third out of the five right? So, so far we've had, we're an observer, we're a director, and now we're going to talk about the guardian of our mind, our body, and our soul. When I think of a guardian, I think of a lot of movies where the good guys have to get past something, or maybe they have to gain trust because it's something good. It doesn't have to always be bad, but there's always this like guardian. Now I'm not thinking of a bouncer. I'm just thinking like a very regal guardian of something, a prized possession. That is us. We are the guardians. Think about that. Picture that for a moment. Visualize like a guardian of your mind guardian of your body and a guardian of your soul. It is our responsibility to protect our lives from unwanted, this is a severe word, maybe contaminants and mostly negative information and negative people and negative habits. So let's talk about this a little bit more. 
So one of the things that Brandon Burchard writes is he says, it's critical that we're protecting our minds from the invitations of useless information, salacious gossip, and negative news sources because it all becomes part of us. That really hit home for me way back when I used to watch one of those late night, what we call late night soap opera drama type things, right? I watched Grey's Anatomy like a kajillion years ago. And so it was like, I'd be up with my little baby and I'd be watching this show and really what ends up happening. And I could see it. I wasn't a solid observer of myself, but at some point I started realizing, and then I just broke free. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want this in my life. I don't want this influence in my life because whatever it is that we are putting into our mind is going into our mind. It becomes part of us. It's kind of like that thing that you see that you cannot unsee, but for some reason, we don't apply the same to what we hear, right? We just like apply it to one sense. Oh, it's just what I see. Well, no, it's anything that we are taking into our minds is going to become part of us. And it takes a lot of effort to remove it. It's almost like trying to remove files from your computer. And it's like, wait, how is that buried so far deep down? And it's taking up space on my drive, right? You don't want that happening to your brain. We must protect our minds. When it comes to our bodies, we could think of it like this, just as the foods that we consume or don't, or the reps we put in at the gym or don't shape our bodies, the energy that we have, it fades, right? So when the energy of our body fades, our motivation goes with it. And so being really careful as we are the guardian of our body, I've become more aware of this. And I want to encourage you, conscious investor, like we can do this in a friendly way. We don't have to be strict and unkind to ourselves, but just thinking as we pick up different foods. In fact, in my desk drawer, I have, I'll pull it out for you. I still have like a couple of these Godiva's. It's not my favorite, probably why it's still there. If they were gummy bears, I'd probably have eaten them already. But my point is, is like before it's picking up something like this, you say, is this going to take me where I want to be? Is this who I want to be? Is this in line with taking care of this physical being? You see, our bodies, if we don't have our health, if we are not physically strong, we're going to have a difficult time in life. Our energy, physical energy will be reduced. And when that physical energy is reduced, our motivation and our capacity to execute on what the life that we want is, oh my gosh, drastically diminished. Cameron Harold recently said on the podcast, right? He's like, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Sorry, sorry, not sorry, but okay. So we've talked about being guardian of our mind, being guardian of our physical being. And then we also need to be guardian of our soul and the things that are affecting us. That might mean that we need to fire some friends as Cameron Harold recently said. And we don't have to do that in a mean way or unkind way. And it doesn't have to be this formal process, but we can just release people from our life as we find that they are not that positive influence in our life. We don't need, and I'm going to quote Brendan Burchard on this because it's very pointed. Remember, I keep saying it's a hug and a slap kind of book, (laughs) but he says, we do not need to allow rude, mean, passive aggressive, negative people to contaminate our lives. We do not need serial whiners and haters, people who hurt us or trample our hearts to have access to our lives. We must surround ourselves with positive, kind, and inspiring people. So really taking stock 
of, and this is as we are looking at being a guardian of our life. And I think this is one of those roles that we need to be playing all day long, every single moment of the day, because we've got to be watching what's coming into our mind. And I'm going to encourage you as we listen to so much music, we stream music, most of us throughout the day, as you're streaming music or you're listening to podcasts, just stop and ask yourself, is this the best thing for my mind? Are these lyrics positive? Are they encouraging? Are they inspiring? Are they lifting me up? Sure. Maybe some of this is like making me feel motivated and supercharged, right? Like we have a playlist as we go up to ski at Schweitzer and it's fun. It's super fun, but it's like, you need to be thinking about what is it I am putting into my mind and how is that going to do? I want that imparted in me. All right, let's move on. We've covered three of the five. Let's go to number four. And that is be a warrior. I don't think we have to be a warrior all day, every day, but being a warrior means be bold, be fierce, unrelenting in chasing our dreams. So we can start by evaluating what we are deeply committed to in our life. Think about what you're going to stand for. Think about how you'll bring honor and abundance to your loved ones. And think about what adventures you're going to make that make you feel alive. I love adventure in the woods. You know that it's so much fun. As we are being that warrior, we are basically saying this is the ground and I'm going to hold this ground profoundly. Interestingly, I'm going to insert here is that my friend Dennis Moralda from the Building Men podcast recently had a guest on and they were discussing this. His guest was saying they are all about building men. It's all about masculinity and holding that line. And so this man was explaining, hey, when you figure these things out, you protect that ground. And this is really in line with this concept of being a warrior, right? It's like, no, this is who I am. This is a life I'm going to lead. This is how things are going to go. And I will protect this. And in doing so, we need to think about what are we willing to sacrifice to bring the life we want to reality? Because reality, it's going to take something. Having this podcast for three years and entering year number four, that means, am I prepared for that? Will I battle for that? Will I jockey to have the best guests on here? How will that be? How am I going to protect and what I want to create with my family and with three keys investments and every facet of our life needs to be looked at is to say, what am I willing to sacrifice to bring this about? All right. So really in doing this, you got to be honest with yourself. This is painful. And I've had this moment a few different times, actually quite often. And you really have to ask yourself, like, is it just a dream on a shelf or is it going to be reality? So how hard are you really working toward your dream? I know it stings, but sometimes we are saying, I want this, I want to create this in my life, but our actions are not participating in that. And so we have to be that warrior and say like, say no to ourselves so often. We need to ask ourselves, am I letting obstacles stop the progress or am I fighting those obstacles down? Starting this podcast meant fighting down those obstacles, showing up as a warrior, like, nope, just because I live in the middle of nowhere doesn't mean that I cannot be a super successful apartment investor. No, it doesn't mean that I can't serve people powerfully, right? What obstacles are you facing? Because conscious investor, I know you love your job. Maybe you have 
somebody that you're working with, maybe there's a project and there's just that one person that's whining and complaining and you can't fire them. They're not a friend that you can fire. They are one of your peers and they are essential to the job. So you got to look at those obstacles that we face in life. Maybe you're having one of those moments in your marriage where it's like, ah, this is one of those uncomfortable times. Identify what is the obstacle and what are you going to do to push through that? What are you going to do to fight that obstacle down? Okay. Warriors are always ready for action and only for the things that they truly believe matter. So know what really matters to you so that you're ready to defend and protect that ground. All right. We're almost there. We have one more. We've had the observer, the director, the guardian, the warrior. And the last role, as I say this, I want you to think larger than what you initially hear. So the last role is lover. And sometimes when we hear that, like I'll refer to Steve as, hey, lover. And in a lot of times we'll think of lover as, oh, that's that person that I'm married to or in this committed relationship with. But lover can be much more inclusive than that. It doesn't have to be something that is sexual or in that capacity. Lover is like, who is it that you love? Who are important to you? Who are your people, right? Who are you fighting for? Who needs you? Because the reality is, a solo life is really, really lonely. So we've got to think about who are we going to care for? Who am I going to choose to give my attention to, my presence to? Who will I be purposefully caring and nurturing to? This is really, really critical. As I was like thinking about this concept, I was picturing there's this beautiful, short, short, but sweet, beautiful hike. And my house looks directly up to the summit, but it's like a mile and a half hike once you get up to the trailhead. But the views, you can look all, you can see up to Canada on a clear day. You can see across 360. You can see out into Montana. You can see maybe all the way down to Lake Ponderay and Sandpoint. I mean, you can just, it's this magnificent view. But can you imagine spending a lifetime working, protecting, observing, doing all these things, getting to the view, the vista point, and you're there alone? Life isn't meant to be a solo journey. And it's definitely more enjoyable when we have the people, even when that brings some conflict and some irritations along the way. That's okay. But you will find that that summit is ever so sweeter when we are surrounded by the people that we love. Choose intentionally who's getting your love, who's getting your presence. And for me, I learned, and if you've been listening for years, you know, I've told this story is that I used to do things where I'd be like, oh, I'd make the muffins. You know, I love baking, Conscious Investor, especially if you're following over on social platforms. I've been on this whole baking cakes, like just having fun with that. I call them ugly cakes, ugly, but delicious. But all that to say, I would make these yummy treats for people and make them in the pretty little containers and I would share them with our neighbors and with friends or when I was teaching, take them to the school. And then I realized one day that I wasn't doing that same level of care for my family. And so it's something I'm very intentional about. Our presence, our intentionality shouldn't just be for others. Now, as I'm so blessed to serve and support people, I have to be more intentional with my energy and with my presence because I want to give it to my family. I want to make sure that they're nurtured. And so I want you to contemplate who needs your presence. Are you spending all of your everything 
on the, everyone else and just leaving the scraps for the people that you actually love the most? And if so, just own it, right? Own it and then create those changes. Raise your level of self-awareness and purpose in your heart to, I'm going to show up in this capacity for the people I love. All right, those are all five. The path to purpose, the six key roles of living a fulfilling life. We've got our observer, we have our director, our guardian, our warrior, and our lover. Remember, you could wear multiples of those at any given time. You're not limited to just one, but I want to encourage you to definitely take all of this to heart. It is really critical and important. I know that this episode is something that's going to support a lot of people. And remember that this series that I'm doing for the mindset episodes from the motivation, like inspired from the motivation manifesto is really meant and intended to support people who probably aren't going to read the book or listen to the audiobook. but this is going to be helpful information in supporting them in leveling up life and perspective. So make sure you share this with people. This is how the show grows, but more importantly, more importantly than anything growing, this is about supporting people and casting a powerful ripple effect across the world. Conscious Investor, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, I would love to, like, let's get to know each other. I am the podcast host, sure, but I'm also a human being and I love connecting with you. You are the star, you are important, and I'd love to get to know you better. So please find a time on the calendar. You have a few options. We can just get to know each other for 20 minutes if you want. Maybe you're like, actually, I really want to talk about what coaching could do in my life. Great. Then schedule on the coaching calendar. Maybe you're like, gosh, I really got to get this financial investing apartment syndication thing dialed down. Maybe you pop onto that calendar. Either way, in every one of those options, we will get to know each other. And I'm excited to do that. Conscious Investor, you are amazing and you are doing great things in the world. Until next time, live big, love bigger and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Do the world a favor and help trip the algorithm by leaving a review so that this content reaches many others. 